today we celebrate in a special way the feast of the birth of Our Lady. There are only three persons who we honor, not only their death, but also their birth, and it's Jesus, St. John the Baptist, and Our Lady. Only three. Why? Because of the importance for the salvation of, of this world, for the salvation of all of us. We honor her because of the uniqueness that God had bestowed upon her to be the mother of his only begotten son. If we were to look at her birth first, what do we see? Obviously, we know there's a joy that Anne and Joachim experience in the birth of their daughter. Every child that is born, I have received last couple, three or four days now in a row, the birth of grandchildren and children and these bundles of joy that people share with me because I have known them. They want to share because of something special, the birth of a child is a beautiful gift, gifts into this world for every parent, but also for all of us. But there's, there's a second dimension, not only the birth, the joy that Joachim and Anna had experienced, but can you imagine also the joy of God the Father? He prepared from all eternity to send us a savior. As you know, the, in the Old Testament from the book of Genesis, what do we have when he created, you know, Adam and Eve, when he created us, and we have distrusted him and sin, but he did not abandon us. Right there and then he promised a special gift, a woman through whom there will be a salvation I'll put enmity between you and the evil one, the snake, and and between her and her offspring, between you and her offspring, and and so her offspring would destroy the head of the serpent. So even right from the very beginning, we already have a promise. This is what Saint Paul speaks of when he says, "For those that he foreknew, for those who he also prepared them for the grace." And so here we have the joy of God the Father because he is through this act of giving birth to a woman to be the mother of his son. There's a joy in God. I would imagine, I know that we are not supposed to say that God experiences joy like we do, but I know that his, his love for us is so great that they will bring forth joy. And so now we have God the Father's joy in the birth of this, this daughter of his who is to be the mother of the Son of God. But there's more here. Can you imagine also the Son, the, the Word of God, the eternal Word of God, who is to become flesh in her and be born as a child? Can we say that there's also joy of the Son of God, the eternal Word, before he became incarnate? Can we say that? Yes, we can. Because in God, as you know, God, the Holy Trinity, always was, always is, always will be. But there's a moment in history where the eternal word of God through whom all the universe was made became one of us to share in our humanity. Joining humanity with divinity into such a bond which can never be broken the bond in which gives us the capacity, the ability to share in the life of God. 
This is the promise God made. This is how great and wonderful, how gracious and merciful God is. God the Father who has planned for us a special life, life of glory when we are joined together with the, through the incarnation. This is the Son of God who becomes one of us. And it goes through a person, the Virgin of Nazareth, Mary. But we have to go back and take a little step back, as you know, but she is also, she was given not only the birth as everyone else, but from the moment of her conception, she was preserved from the original sin so that she may be free to say yes to God, that she may in total freedom say yes. And as we know that this is what took place, although we read today from the Gospel of Matthew, but if we were to read from the Gospel of St. Luke, we would hear the dialogue between her, the Archangel Gabriel and her. You are to become the mother of the Son of the Most High God. And, and it's the archangel is asking her in that freedom, when she was preserved from the original sin, she was able to say yes. And as we can see that in that freedom, she welcomed the eternal word becoming flesh. And then another aspect we have to speak of is that because of the gift of the original being preserved from the original sin, as well as through the power of the Holy Spirit overshadowing her, her whole life became conformed to the image of her son. That is the invitation for all of us, that our life, our mind, our hearts, our way of thinking is to be conformed to the image of God, to the image of, 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 of her divine son. This is what she did. She thought, she acted in a way that her son would do. Remember, you know, Cana of Galilee. She's the one who feels the sadness, perhaps the pain of the newlywed couple who are not able to provide, you know, a, a truly a welcome banquet for the people. They ran out of wine too early. And so there she thinks, and she's there. But she knows because she has her heart conformed to, the, to, to God by the power of the Holy Spirit and through the incarnation itself, she's the mother of the Word of God, the Son of God. And she thinks and acts in a way that her son does and is. There she is throughout her life. This is what she did, being conformed to the image of God, to the, being conformed to the image of her son. And this is when we are invited, celebrating her birth, and we can see many things from her life but I think there's a great invitation for all of us to confirm our heart, our will, our desires, our wishes, our longings. We are to conform them to God. And also not only that, but throughout the difficulties of life, being under the cross of her son, being under the crosses of difficulties of life that we have, we're also to be conformed to, 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 the, to, to God. That because out of love, Sometimes we have to carry a heavy cross out of love. We may be able to, to suffer much uh, on account of our loved ones or even ourselves, which we share in that human brokenness of our humanity. And so we are invited to be conformed to the, to the, to the image of God. And this conformation, con conformation being conformed is always inviting us to 
to a life, a deeper life of prayer, life of meditation, because otherwise we were too busy. We don't even have a chance to do anything. We act from impulses. You know, sometimes we act from disorders that we have, you know, because we get upset with somebody, we get jealous or we get this or that. And instead of being conformed to the image of God, we, we follow the human disorders which we have. And so we act and we sort of, hopefully we say, I'm sorry later on, I shouldn't have done this, I should have not done that. Because, because if we're not really have this opportunity to, to, to deepen ourselves in the awareness of our, both our weaknesses, but especially where we need to grow and how we can be conformed to the image of God, to the image of divine son, then we have to, we have to just take some time gathering here like for the Eucharist this is a great opportunity for us to hear God's word, to respond. You see, there's a dialogue going on in each one of us. When we hear these words coming to us from the readings, there's a dialogue. And you know, our mind is always running or busy at times and we can hear, maybe you can get, distra get distracted, but it is an opportunity that God gives us, asking the Holy Spirit to guide us through those readings, to hear his word, to and ultimately to be conformed into his will. And above all, the Lord knows us so much that not only is the word, but he also gives himself to us so that we may be conformed to be divinized, sanctified. Because God gave us the gift of holiness. God gave us the gift to be holy like he is. God gave us and he wants us to share, to participate just like Our Lady did. And of course, we, we saw in the life of Christ how he was conformed to the will of the Father. Here I am, I've come to do your will, to desire to do God's will. And you know, and just look, as we look, as we read this gospel today, and we had all these names, you know, all these names. It's a, it's a, it's a nice way of pronouncing them, but you know, it's sometimes difficult. But what we see in those names is the Lord takes us where we are. From Abraham on, as we read from the gospel of Matthew and and when the gospel of Saint, Saint Luke, we go back to Adam, you know, and, the, and those who came from the family. So we unite everybody. And if you were to look at the people who read, you know, most of them just names only and strange names, but there's a life, there's a history behind them. There's a history, recorded history. And we say, not all of them were too good. As a matter of fact, most of them were quite bad. And there's some unusual, you know, also women who are there foreigners and those, and there's a, you know, a lady of, of early repute as well among them. You know, what it is is there's, God takes all of us. He takes us all of us. And he wants us to be sharers of his divinity, no matter what background, no matter what situation in life, no matter how unfaithful we have been, that God takes us because he gives, gives us himself and he is love and mercy itself. So he wants to give us his gifts. And so by in, being inviting us, inviting us to share in that divinity. This is what he wants us to know, that God, as St. Paul says today, we know that all things work for the good of those who love God. It's a powerful statement. We know, as St. Paul says, that all things work for the good of those who love God. Sometimes we say, well, well, if I love the Lord and I want to love him, how come things don't seem to work out that well? But the fact is this, that all these things work out for the good, which is the good is the salvation. Good is sharing our eternal glory with God. 
And sometimes, you know, things may not work out for us, but we are related to people, not only our family members or friends, you know, extended family, but also those that we associate with. And so sometimes it's, it's by us affecting each other, inviting each other, inspiring each other. Hopefully not that we will also tear people down or those who are next to us because of our disorders. So that's why being conformed to the image of Christ is so important. So, but we know that all things work for the good of those who love him, who are called according to his purpose. We see Our Lady, she was called for the purpose of being the mother of God, mother of the son of God. But we are also to be giving birth to in, in, through our families, the birth of Christ in us. Because, you know, when we embrace Christ, we become more and more like him. He's growing in us. He's growing in our hearts. Now, for those he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of the Son. So for those he foreknew, he, he foreknew Our Lady. He foreknew us, too. He knows us. But he's inviting us, and he's giving us this opportunity so that we may be conformed into the image of his son, so that he might be the firstborn among many brothers, because he is the one, he's the son of God, but also son of man. He's a hum fully human, fully divine, and he shows us in human way how we are to be. And of course, those who he predestined, because he has given us a gift of salvation. He also has given, he has also called us to not only be justified, by the blood of his son, by the death on the cross, but also to be glorified, to receive the glory of God. And you know, and we may, we may look that we are only a tiny little town, Bethlehem, Ephrata, too small to be among even, even the clans of Judah, too small. All of us are quite small, and yet we were called to share in the divinity of God. What an incredible gift that God gives us. I know we look and I know there's problems. I know there's difficulties, but amidst everything else, God sends us the promise. He gives us the grace. He gives us the ability to pray, to, to, to long for God, to long for peace, to long for harmony, to, to long for, for healing. We know he gives us his capacity and, and it's by longing we receive, by desiring we acquire. It's not just, it's not, we're talking about some, something that is fanciful, no. The longing gives us the capacity to receive more. You know, the longing for, for, for peace and justice, for longing for, for, you know, for, to overcome our own, you know, divisions, to longing for reconciliation. God hears our longings. Our longings are our prayers. And so God gives us according to that. But for on our part, we are to ask that we may be more and more conform, conformed to the image of God's Son. He gives us the wisdom and the knowledge. He gives us His Son. He gives us the grace. He gives us the Eucharist. And by this, we can be conformed. And like Joseph today, we can say, okay, I hear your voice. I want to do what is necessary so that Christ may be born in us. Christ may be born also in, in, in our children's hearts and in the people who are around us because God has called this whole world to share in the glory of his son. And we need to proclaim, need to speak, we need to share however we do that he is the one, there's no other. And he'll give us the paradise that we seek.
Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit divinemercyplus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's divinemercyplus.org. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.